episode is a short introduction regarding how to read the Bible. So um, I don't know about you, but the Bible can be hard to understand. And also, you've probably noticed a lot of people um, interpret the Bible in different ways. So I think asking the question, how do I, how do we read the Bible, um, is a good question. I'm an academic, so also thinking about the methods that we use um, for interpretation can be really useful to our understanding and our communication with others. So one of the most important things I remember Dr. John Walton and Dr. Tim Mackey saying and writing again and again is that, drumroll please, the Bible was written for us, not to us. Let me say that again. The Bible was written for us, not to us. What they mean is God chose that time period, that language, those authors, those contexts, those audiences, those various literary formats to develop a scripture that offers us wisdom with a narrative understanding and how we need to be rescued by trusting in a Messiah and that Messiah's name is Jesus. With a meta narrative arching through it about the kingdom of God created in the first book, Genesis, and reestablished in Re- Revelations into a kingdom with no end. So cool. Scripture is self-described in 2 Timothy as useful for training to be a servant of God, to equip us for every good work. However, there are different methods in which people read the Bible. Biblical scholar Scott McKnight wrote a book that I read called The Blue Parakeet, Rethinking How You Read the Bible, which illustratively paints a picture for how we sometimes approach the Bible as a rule book or a puzzle, amongst other things he described. And while there is a parts of the Bible that describe laws and there are other aspects which offer signposts, keeping in the mystery where it should be is important. This can be hard. We may experience a desire to sort out all the details or interpret laws out of context. Yet the Bible is a whole connected story with a beginning, middle, and end that describes a kingdom with no end for the people of God. A couple of terms that lead to useful concepts that I learned from my... um, time in higher education include exegetical and eisegetical. Exegetical is the process of discovering the original and intended meaning of a passage, seeking to read out of the text an explanatory interpretation instead of trying to read into scripture one's own ideas, mostly unintentionally, but based on our culture and selecting passages or parts of a passage from scripture that disconnect it from the united story that the Bible is telling. Please do not weaponize these terms because it is not edifying or useful to accuse people of being eisegetical, but it can be useful when self-referencing or critically thinking about someone's claim regarding interpretation. Another term is hermeneutics. These are the principles or methods which we use to interpret a text, specifically a biblical text. For example, a hermeneutical principle that many Christians value is allowing scripture to interpret scripture. So when you're trying to understand something from the the the, the New Testament, um, you might reference back or the scripture frequently references back to the Old Testament. But you don't want to go out of order, if that makes sense. You don't want to take something from the New Testament and read it back into the Old Testament because that's now not how the author would have written it or the um, people reading it or telling the story, passing it down, would have understood it. So it, it would change the meaning. Likewise, many Christians value understanding the original language and cultural context. So Dr. Tim Mackey describes the pursuit of understanding the original language and culture like someone studying abroad. 
I related to this analogy because I developed and ran a study abroad trip for uh, a Christian university in Southern California. His point was, was made by asking a question and drawing a comparison. The question, who is more likely to misunderstand and misrepresent a foreign cultural experience? Is it someone who tried to learn some of the language and culture or someone who ignored or disregarded the language and culture and went to that country? I know from experience that not arming yourself with at least some of the basic language and culture will lead to more misunderstandings when you're studying abroad and then more misrepresentation of that culture to people in your home country or culture um, when you're talking about it. But here's the cool thing. We live in a day and age where you can access free online biblical language like the Bible Hub and biblical commentaries, Bible Gateway, and a number of other sources, as well as sources like the Bible Project where original language biblical scholars share information about the original language, culture, and interpretation. So cool. Most of these resources are also free. The risk of only hearing what other people say about the Bible or treating the Bible like Google where you search for what you want to is a bit dangerous if you do not also have an understanding of the connected story of the Bible from beginning to end. The aim of this podcast is to inspire and empower the world to listen and read the entire Bible using a one-year approach that connects the unified story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelations with the help of biblical scholars to improve our understanding of how all the pieces fit together to tell the greatest story ever told, a story that continues in our lives today. There will be a quiz on the terms exegetical, eisegetical, and hermeneutics tomorrow, so get prepared. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. The professor in me can't help myself. I hope you found this introduction useful. This podcast will seek to use an exegetical approach to interpreting scripture, putting principled value on original language and literary format with an emphasis on how scripture interprets scripture in a whole connected, ordered, unified way. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow for the first page of the Bible.